Welcome to the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, Religious Deconstruction, episode number uh, 10. We're on now. Um, it is the 5th of September, 2021. I am joined, as per use, uh, by Jacob, um, friend, of the, friend of the dungeon, all-around stand-up human being, um, wino, uh, degenerate. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you can now. Yeah, we weekend wino. <laughs> it's like weekend warriors, weekend winos. Um, yeah. I uh, I'm gonna preface this conversation with um I I have been uh, putting myself into an alcohol induced psychosis for the last three days. Uh, I had Friday off, and I also have tomorrow off, which is uh, Labor Day. Um, Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. Um, so uh, yeah, I uh. Uh, I take no accountability for anything I say, and none of my words matter. So, have we ever though? <laughs> no, we've we've really kind of played it fast and loose with uh, with accountability. I, I think considering some of the uh, some of the you at least I don't think have issued any calls for violence, whereas I've uh, I did the other day. I said that uh, on on my Instagram story. I said that anyone that reports well, an abortion. Yeah. Uh, in texas should be killed just strangle the fuck out of them like why why even why even fucking play with that anymore (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) just just fuck you man like i i fucking hate this like oh man uh well you know it's the law so if somebody does it then you know uh it's unfortunate but it's the law and it's like no just fucking kill them like well i mean what's kind of wild too is like that particular like uh rider is like it's literally the gig economy of cops you know it's the uberfication of law enforcement for sure Uh, yeah no i I, uh i had somebody reach out to me uh, and they're they're not native to america so they didn't understand not native to america like as a native american yeah they're not uh they're not american so they didn't understand quite the the way that the law works which is that like it's only upon like a successful uh prosecution that you're gonna see anything out of it and so they were like well why isn't anybody just like making false claims and then like getting their 10 grand and walking off and it's like well they they uh these disingenuous fucks actually had the uh, the foresight uh to know what they were doing um but anyways uh today's topic is uh liberals we hate them don't love them and uh god maybe maybe jesus i don't know or Allah, his name uh, be praised. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just offended like five different groups right there. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we can get it up to double digits by the end of the app. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think obviously, you know, I frankly, I don't want to index this too much no, to sure. the tech bill just because. It, <sighs> I just 
too that's too hot for me frankly uh, oh, wow something's too hot for you <laughs> it is it is it is i i will say though i think um you know i i think i sent you something the other day where i you know, have no recollection most, of that but please go on <laughs> most of the takes that i've seen coming out of um uh, you know centrist liberals or oh progressive blue checks is that you know um this is the, 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 there's no mention of evangelicalism it's purely uh you know i I've, swear I've, to fucking I've, god if I've i seen, see you <laughs> the propositions are you know this is a war on women yeah. um i saw someone say assert unironically that this is about uh ensuring the continued cycle of uh intergenerational poverty by you know uh you know uh forced births keeping... I, wish, I wish these demons were that like insightful right <laughs> that's the thing these people aren't wrong but they're they're not wrong it, it's just that the for them the buck stops there mm-hmm. where there's there's you know it's you know, these people are praying to the golden calf of intersectionality. Yes. They're not realizing that, you know, Texan legislators are fucking Bible thumpers. Yeah. If they do, they do. Obviously, they don't not know that. But well, th- yeah, that's, that's what I've been losing my mind about is there's there's a friend of the dungeon that uh talks to me on instagram all the time one day i'll have him on the show he's he's a very nice person actually and uh he sends me the worst uh liberal political con- cartoons that he can find and for oh, yeah. the last week it has been nothing but the texas taliban texas right. is just like afghanistan now Two fucking fat, unshapely people on a couch looking at the news, and the wife's like, "Is this, is this Afghanistan?" And then like the fucking fat, flumpy, disgusting husband is like, "No, it's it's Texas, America, the land of freedom has become like the the Afghanistan terrorist uh, Taliban." And it's like, this is completely internal. It has nothing to fucking do with Afghanistan. Nothing. No one's getting their hands chopped off yet. I I think they should. I'm actually, actually, if if you use your hands to report an abortion, you should have your hands chopped off. I'm I'm going down that rope. I don't know. I don't. (laughs) I'm 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 just talking over you. I'm going to, uh, uh abjure on agreement or disagreement um but my my favorite of that genre of cartoon has been the one um where it's like a group of women in uh which one is more complete niqab or hijab the one where it's like just complete blackout i think Uh, niqab is the uh, where it's like one i think where it's like they're saying i'm pulling up uh, google chrome on the side over here to it's a group of women in the cob saying pray for texas and it's like bro like this if you so are fucking, this is so fucking rude i looked up niqab and and it uh, looks like niqab is the more complete uh covering one so it's the one that the taliban mandates but the first but, result i get is like a sexy niqab uh black burke address that shows on the side of me. So oh, <laughs> 
I'm not usually like the anti-cultural. Uh, no, 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 no. Bur burka is the most complete covering. It's where you even have like the visor over the eyes. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, can you imagine how fucking psychotic you have to be to imagine that women in Afghanistan right now uh, are saying pray for tech? Like, the, yeah, the no, level I, yeah, that's the level fucking insane. Like, one, this is going to, I don't think this is wrong, but hey, take a straw poll of anyone in fucking Afghanistan. <laughs> right. Do they care about Texas right now? Yes or no? <laughs> have you, do you know about what's going on in Texas? Hey, have you heard of Texas? <laughs> right. I mean, think about it. Like, there's all sorts of uh, polls of people in Afghanistan who like don't even know what 9-11 is. You know what I mean? Like, No, of course not. Because... <laughs> it's a fucking tribal it's a tribal yes. al-qaeda and the taliban are two separate groups and you tell people that and they're like what 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 what, what? Uh, yeah no the they taliban was like immediately willing to give up osama bin laden like when and nine said, yeah. yeah and and we were like no we need to bomb the shit out of you because we're yeah. bad at you Right. Dude, I, I, I said this, I, I forget, I think it was the, the episode that I did on Haiti, um, cool. the regular show, and like, how many mercenary groups exist in the US that like, actively participate in coups in other countries, right? Mm -hmm. And then... Yeah, we get mad at Afghanistan because Al Qaeda is like fucking around in like the far reaches of the desert and like just happened to stage an attack against the US out of this like completely like Afghanistan yeah. as a country doesn't even actually really exist in the minds of the Afghan people really. It's yeah. it's a tribalist sort of environment. That's why the Afghanistan National Army has failed. That's why the Northern Alliance Yeah, because they don't have any like like the, you know. the, con the concept of like you have to have a state and a democracy like doesn't fucking mean anything to them because they don't agree with that and and that's fine that is their own right. form of self-determination to yeah. disagree with that mode of politics and mode of government and we went over there like yeah we're gonna hold you all fucking accountable for something that you didn't even actually do it's it's a saudi arabian uh, right. uh extremist who I mean, it's Honestly, literally it has some good points if we're being like, <laughs> but, it, but you take it one step further. It's literally a Saudi state funded um, operation. Like, they, yeah, I mean, and I mean, this is, I think, a little a field of what we usually do here. But like, I mean, the, the relationship between the Bush family and the House of Saud is incredibly deeply entrenched mm -hmm. you know happy bush hw was a company man his entire fucking life you know the notion that what's, you what's know, so bizarre about all this too is like how much liberal media is trying to like rehabilitate the bush family yeah well and then and part of that too is um the degree to which any 9-11 trutherism well the degree to which all 9-11 trutherism is lumped into uh the sort of you know loose change batshit yeah uh, camp whereas you know there's plenty of available declassified information 
where we don't to me like i've never been interested it's, in it's, this it's almost certain that our government knew that something was going to happen well yeah and i mean like so there's that famous picture of bush when he's in the classroom and you've got the guy leaning in to tell him and what most people don't realize is that's he's actually being told that the second tower is coming down or has been hit. Not that the first one happened. Like he went into that fucking room knowing. And now uh, I think it's ludicrous to say that, you know, it's funny, but it's ludicrous to say (laughs) Bush did 9-11. Bush didn't do 9-11. I mean, Al-Qaeda did 9-11, but sort of either through incompetence or, uh, you know, a, a more concerted effort, uh, you know, with the knowledge of, or with the CIA's knowledge. Um, that's not to say it was done at their behest. I don't think that's the case. I don't know how you could, I, that's too strong of a claim for me, but no, for but, sure. what I wanted to say though, was, you know, the, the way that, um, that any degree of nine 11 uh, scrutiny by uh, centrists or liberals, you know, it's treated as this kind of, there's this, there is a, a pseudo religious fervor with which it is just out of hand regarded as crazy. Yeah, um, for sure. And even, like, it's super funny too. Like right now, I don't know if you've seen um, Spike Lee is getting dragged through <laughs> the Hillary because he's got a, he, I haven't seen it full disclosure, but I guess he's got a nine 11 doc out on HBO. Oh, interesting. Um, and he gives, I guess, a relatively significant amount of airtime to, um, quote unquote, conspiracy theorists. And so, so, so this, the, is, this is something that, that like the, the liberal media does a lot. And I hate to have those words fall out of my mouth because I feel like I'm like walking on the wrong side of like what I should be talking about to some degree. <laughs> like the liberal news media, I should be on Fox News saying that, but like I would. The New York Times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it is, it is true that, and, and one of the things we're seeing it with, and one of the things that's been making me like lose my fucking mind lately is all the stuff about ivermectin. And it's like, you know, anytime you hear somebody say ivermectin, um, and, and nominally kind of like left spaces are all like, oh, he's promoting ivermectin or, or they're promoting ivermectin. And it's like, so disingenuous the way that this is being treated where like yeah bush bush did 9-11 is like a shit post thing to say but yeah what what, it, what it's like kind of the, the the meme about it is that you're like just calling into question like the popular narrative of what happened on 9-11 and and the narrative that was used to draw us into this 20-year fucking war that that got us nothing killed hundreds of thousands of people and has displaced millions more and and like fucking and wound up reinstalling the taliban with a more sure right. foothold yes in and then they had nothing but validate the taliban <laughs> right well and so and i mean the funny thing too with i mean put it out there <laughs> You know what? Don't fucking go down to 4-H and raid their ivermectin supply. No. But as far as I know, it is something that does have human therapeutic uses. I know it's different. Yeah, no, but- I, I don't think ivermectin is like a good thing for COVID. No. But, but the it, point... It, it, it is used... There is a human use for it. Yeah. Newsflash. Right. Humans 
not different than any other kind of animal. Uh, we're mammals and, and horses are also mammals. And yeah, it turns out that like certain things that horses have as like, you know, uh, flesh and, and fucking lungs and stomachs and whatever, just like humans do. There are yeah. certain applications for medicines, you know, that cross species. We're literally talking about a fucking disease that that bridged the gap between uh, yeah. a certain kind of mammal and to humans now. And literally the part of gain of function research. Right. Gain of function yeah. research is all about scaling non-human diseases. And, and I want to be very clear. I'm not saying that ivermectin is a good idea because it's not. It's a bad idea. It is I think a bad we... idea. And and when and and but the like the the disingenuous horrible thing that's happening right now in liberal media is that any like Joe Rogan, he's taking yeah. ivermectin. Ah, oh, he's on horse drugs. No, he's not. He went to a fucking doctor. He got prescribed yeah. the human variant of ivermectin. He's yeah. he's a disingenuous shithead in that he'll like. Yeah. Do you really think that someone who got a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify yeah. is do going? You, do you to think the he's just like free willing with his health choices? Yeah. <laughs> free basing ivermectin. He's got the best fucking doctors in the fucking Rogan could get the the same caliber of doctors that treat presidents. Yeah, absolutely. If Trump's fat, disgusting ass can fucking live through COVID, I'm pretty right. sure Joe Rogan, yeah, he he pumps a lot of like fucking bullshit health stuff, and he's on like supplements that people probably shouldn't be on. But he is a healthy person overall. Right. What would have been a really fun uh, twist in the timeline was when uh, Trump got COVID. Like, remember all those statues of him that were like naked and they were just portraying him as like grotesque, and yeah. they were like. They were they were like problematic, as the libs like to say, because they were you know oh, cool. body. Yeah, it's, it's fat shaming, like, and, and I say that imagine? immediately after I called Trump a fat piece of shit. <laughs> but can you imagine? Like, it would have been a fun tw twist in the narrative if after Trump survived COVID, the libs were like, "Wow, if that fat piece of shit can survive COVID, maybe COVID's not fucking real." And it, like, just, <laughs> that would have that would have been a very funny like turn in the uh, conversation. Because I mean that that was pretty much well. That was sort of the the batshit anti-vax take was well, if the president got it, that no, this is something that people forget. There were so many fucking like blue check mark democrat libs on twitter saying you know shit like i don't trust this vaccine from this horrible degenerate president yes and then immediately after biden comes in and 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 something else that needs to be talked about that isn't really being uh discussed in, in a lot of circles is um i've been forced back to work in office I'm I'm pretty sure you've been forced back to work in office. Uh, like like nobody's working from home like they were anymore. Right. And the Delta variant, which is real, sorry everybody, it's not just a fucking conspiracy. Uh, what happens when viruses uh, don't uh, have any containment or anything like that is they fucking uh, evolve uh, because yeah. they're like incredibly efficient at evolving. And now we have this variant out that's like probably. Uh, illegitimizing the vaccine that we made um yeah and 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 uh joe biden is president and where where is the fucking outrage there that like yeah none of, like what, what happened to the eight we i got more money 
given to right. me by Donald Trump than I did Joe Biden. And and yeah, I think Donald Trump is a horrible human being that needs to be drugged behind a truck. But I can yeah. at least, you know, understand the material benefit there. <laughs> no, I, but again, that's like this, it's, it's just the, the nature of uh, complete, you know, uncritical, ideological adherence to you know vote blue no matter who on the other side and it's not it's not i I would actually correct you on that and say it's not an ideology it's it's uh it's a sports game right sure yeah like a, a concrete ideology would would be like what we're doing which is where we're saying wow uh you know red or blue these people just want us to fucking die for capitalism yeah they uh, want they want it to be a fucking knife and fight. liberals actually have no fucking ideology except for yeah. uh like an aesthetics of propriety right yeah, no it's all about material uh, or not material uh, representational kind of uh you know smoke and mirrors um and that but that that though also to tie it back to what we were intending to talk about was the yeah whole we've, we've gotten way yeah. off track here and this is all this my happened. fault you know, i mean this is like, <laughs> but, you know i mean that is sort of the the frustrating thing between um uh the democrats and the republicans to just kind of limit it to the two-party system is that like you know again like i said a vast majority of Republican legislators are religious zealots. Yeah, of course. They have a belief system. Their belief system, because it's rooted in, you know, something like the Bible, there's not much arguing with it. Whereas the Democrats, like you say, like they, there is no ideology or uh, there's no underlying framework. There's no, sort of lodestone um or lodestar or cornerstone where you know you can point to it and say okay this is what undergirds their idea their their platform there, their there, program. there was an article that came out recently and I'm, I'm gonna try to make this interjection brief there was an article that came out recently that showed that the uh the dscc uh believes that uh running on women's reproductive rights is going to be good for fundraising uh, in the next election cycle, that is how the Democratic Party forms itself. They go, hmm, what does like the most basic form of of uh, aesthetic politics that we can run on? Well, it's completely reactionary. Too. Yeah, it, it it is completely reactionary. They're they're not they're not using a concretized ideology to say we believe in women's productive rights. They're saying, oh, hey, we can actually benefit if we run on this platform. That's what they're right. that's what they're running on. Well, and they're being goaded into running on that because of uh, conservative uh, legislative successes. Yeah, like, and and yeah, yeah they're, they're, it's a tra- it's, it's a trap, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I agree with women's reproductive rights, but running on that platform as like a solitary thing is is a mistake. Like you should have something beyond. And that. I mean, that's what happened in sixteen too. Was you know the the Democrats have had or have you know sort of yoked their cart to uh, the browning of America and demographic shift, yeah. um, and thought 
that that was something that would get Hillary Clinton elected, which is. And, and I can tell you, as somebody who's, you know, I live in Southern California, I, I work blue collar jobs, so I end up around a lot of brown people. Um, yeah. Your your average brown person is not uh, not a liberal. <laughs> and there's left there's leftist there's um there's a great uh, scholar oh man. I I'm gonna have to look up his name. I think he's at. He's he's in one of the he's in the state school system of uh, Georgia. Uh, he, black guy. He, he's a political theorist. And part of what he talks about is, um, so last year he did, he had some really great commentary on uh, why Bernie has had trouble uh, getting traction with um, black uh, voters. And this guy basically just says like, look, you know, uh, social values are a thing, you know, uh, black voters are, I don't know about overwhelmingly, but to a significant degree, culturally conservative. Yep. Um, there, and he makes the point too. Um, and there's uh, so there's uh, another guy, Keith Warren, who I studied with. Was it Keith, Keith Warren, Kevin Warren, something Warren at University hey, of Chicago. Hey Warren. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's really good friends with uh, Adolph Reed. Who I think most people will recognize that name. He was at Penn and he's retired. Is a is a king for sure. Love yes. love him. Uh, but you know the whole point is that you know the Democrats don't have to do anything for the black wow. community. the The Democrats have snowed the black community to into thinking. And they're not deluded. I mean, like that, that because that would be really patronizing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. When, when uh, that's something I agree with completely is like even even uh, your average, you know, Southern Republican is not like delusional. Uh, Yeah, it's it's a reciprocal uh, sort of taking advantage of. But I mean, they don't have to do anything because I, I don't know what. It's the party have. that says, you know, black people should die less, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not, yeah. And, and you've, I got, mean, you've got one party that, that will actually shoot a black person in like broad daylight and, and be like, no, this is fine. This is cool. This is how society is supposed to function. And then you've got the yeah. party that says, you know, uh, we're going to put on kente cloth and kneel and we're not going to do anything about the violence, but, you know, we're going to at least present that we don't want to kill black people. Right. And then, you know, of course, to your point about, you know, getting X number of dollars under Trump versus X number of dollars of under Biden, uh, who returned multiple times over the amount of money given to cops? That was Biden. Yeah. But like Biden's spending plans have been incredibly kind and generous to the police. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's it, it, was, it was funny because Trump was like such an incompetent doofus asshole. Right. Like he, why he, he was would a good fund the police, but he didn't know how to run the machinery of <laughs> of America. And, and frankly, you kind of want a president who's incompetent and a wild card because the competent ones, uh, uh, Obama, consummate fucking politician 
and friend of the, to jump back to the CIA, you know, great friend of the CIA. That's, um, that's one of my major, like, I, I don't think people realize how dangerous Biden's like love for the intelligence community is. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm talking about Obama. I'm no, sure no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like I'm building off of that, like, yeah, Obama yeah, yeah. was incredibly yeah. invested in the intelligence community. Yeah. Trump was antagonistic to the intelligence community. And so like, <laughs> all these coups that we would have pulled off in, in Latin American countries didn't happen because Trump just had no idea, like how to fucking yeah. court power well, but, with them. But even to, to slice it a little finer though, Trump, Trump, Trump hated the CIA and the CIA hated him. Mm -hmm. The FBI as a, a national system hated Trump and he hated them, but yeah. also worth saying that the New York field office had a cozy relationship with Trump because they were Probably running Felix, for that. <laughs> who, you know, Felix Sater was an asset to the FBI and was yeah. also in center circle. Like the, the notion that, uh, yeah, I mean, man, I don't, what were we talking about? CIA, Obama, uh, intelligence, CIA, our lack of intelligence. Yeah. Uh, Again, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in an alcohol-induced psychosis right now. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day. In, in theory, I should be in church right now. Oh, <laughs> did I tell you, actually, uh, my new place is next to a uh, Jehovah's Witness Kingdom Hall. Mm. So that's a lot of fun. So you've been beating uh, off in the windows, right? Yeah, I, cool. yeah absolutely. <laughs> actually, what I did was I went down to uh, the grocery store and got a bunch of... Um, uh, birthday and holiday decorations and like balloons and shit and put that up around their building because you know they don't do holidays or birthdays because they're of satan or something yeah uh, yeah but uh man this has gone all over the fucking place man this has been a frenetic <laughs> schizophrenic fucking conversation more so than usual i think yeah. so, i've I been in a good place for the last couple of days <laughs> Well, this is also the first one we've done in like what, like a yeah. A no, while. We've we've been we've been chatting on the sidelines, but but you've been yeah. MIA for for weeks now. Yeah, well, shit happens, man. Yeah. Uh, no, I I understand. Uh, life has been complicated. Um, right. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, we were talking about the the whole yeah the the sort of uh, the bigotry of low expectations that the DNC has for black voters mm -hmm. that they can just account for them showing up. Um, you know, because part of it is like, look, the, the relationship there is the devil I know is the better than the devil I don't know. And there's mm -hmm. nothing that the Republicans, the Republicans have nothing to offer to black folk. Yeah. Um, and like you say, the Democrats have something that... <clears throat> It is better. They, like, they, I, they have, better. like, at least the, the performance pieces of not wanting yeah. to kill black people. It's not, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, like, I think to be made, to be charitable, it's not just theater. Like, there's a, a high degree of theater involved. Like you say, the Kinte Cloth stunt, um, you know, defund the police, Black Lives Matter in one breath, and then in the next fucking breath, you know, you've got Joe Biden giving... Uh, the police fucking you know whatever the fuck billions of dollars um well what's uh what's going to be interesting is now that we're fully pulled out of afghanistan I, I, the the military equipment that the police are about to get is just yeah. gonna fucking astound people i think 
Well, you, I think you posted that thing about the, uh, the fighter jets practicing, uh, taking yeah. off on freeways. Yeah. We've like, got, uh, um, it's, uh, fuck. What do they call them? AC tens. Uh, yeah. Thund- they're like personnel fighters, right? Yeah, like they're, they're, they're not they're specifically for like killing people on the ground. Um, right. And they were practicing takeoffs, takeoffs and landings on uh, American highways, uh, specifically like for well, the intent so of to, like to revisit the conspiracy thing. Though this is what's so fucking annoying about like the Q, like conservative conspiracy theories. So like QAnon, notwithstanding, I don't know. If, do you remember uh, Jade Helm? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude, fucking that wasn't a thing. Like no, the, the conservatives always go to just these fucking batshit corners of logic so, like so here's, here's how you know what a what a genuine conspiracy is and what a what a like a ingenuine disingenuous uh conspiracy is if if the conspiracy says the government's trying to kill us we need to elect republicans or democrats that's fucking right. false. <laughs> That's obviously a fucking lie. Uh, if the yeah. conspiracy says the government's trying to kill us and it just stops there, that's probably where it's like an actual uh, <laughs> legitimate plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, uh, yeah, I mean, I, but it's like, part of it's like, well, and I mean, you can say the same thing with the whole uh, conservative anti-vax sentiment too, where it's like, yeah you know, oh, they're trying to microchip us. You know what? To what avail? To what avail? (laughs) The the state is, the definition of the state that I generally subscribe to is that the state has the monopoly on legitimate violence. The state has an absolute right within the law and, you know, extrajudicial to do whatever it wants. The notion that it is bound by laws is fucking insane. And what I would point to is the CIA's track record. Yep. The CIA is its mandate is completely external to the borders of the United States. It's done all sorts of shit here. Um, they, not they to mention, act with complete impunity. Judicial drone strikes. But so the point is like the, the government does not need the, the government or whatever putative new world order exists does not need to engineer a fucking viral outbreak no. to chip. That is ludicrous. Yeah. It can do it anytime it wants, but it doesn't. You know why? Because it doesn't fucking need to. Yeah. That's not there. There are so many banal ways of monitoring people and enslaving people. Mm-hmm. And you know what it is? It's debt. It's social media. It's uh, shitty fucking process too. You know, like there, there is well, no. Yeah, need and 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 you think about her. like, you, you know, when when you when you talk about like a state control apparatus, like, um, exactly what you're saying is like all these banal forms of of control. Like the the state doesn't care about you individually. The state is trying to manage you as like hundreds of millions of people, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's it's collecting your metadata and incriminating you based on your metadata. It's not like I'm listening to your conversation, uh, you know, 
and 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 you know this this is very evident in the drone program um where you know nine out of 10 fucking uh targets were unintended uh you know just external to who they were actually trying to kill right well even in the the strike uh last well i guess two yeah, weeks ago we killed last, just fucking seven kids yeah right yeah it's like huh that's how the, that's how the fucking state controls it, it controls by saying oh we think this one guy is uh guilty everybody around right. him is guilty um let's, well, let's go ahead like, and bomb what, the whole thing kind of insane to me like you know what for the sake of argument you know if we accept in the legal in the in criminal courts you know to convict someone you know beyond a reasonable doubt or ponderance of evidence whatever um What's I honestly like? I would like to know what the benchmark or threshold they need to meet to launch a drone strike. It's got to be pretty fucking low. You oh know? yeah, no, it's it's incredibly loose. That's uh, fucking Daniel Hale, uh, the guy that was you know just jailed over releasing yeah, info about the drone program. That was his, his like breaking moment in in like his his career was. We, yeah. I, I just watched people get murdered because they were around a guy that we think might be guilty. Right. Well, a, and a point worth making, apropos of whistleblowers too, is the degree to which Obama pursued whistleblowers. Uh-huh. Obama was so fucking virulently anti-whistleblower. Um, well, because you know, the, the 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 excuse is always there are the proper channels to uh, to report these things through, right? And right. who who controls the proper channels? The people who are trying to make it so that you can't whistleblow. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like the fact that there's proper channels. Obviously, that's why uh, you know the police uh, appropriately deal with people who um, you know illegally execute black people, right? Yeah. Like it's completely incoherent. You know, on one hand, we're supposed to with, with, you know, without the advent of the cellular phone camera. How, right. how much black murder would happen without anybody ever knowing it. And it's because the proper channel, uh, which, you know, somebody like Chris Dorner goes through, uh, doesn't work and it's intended to not work. And then uh, he has a little fun and uh, ends up a hero. <laughs> I don't know if Chris would ever come up on the show. I actually don't know. You I just can't corner the Dorner. He lives in the back of my mind. Jesus, man, fuck. I did. Ooh. I did give the preface that I'm in an alcohol-induced psychosis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, Chris, yeah. is, that, is that you? Sorry. <laughs> Take me with you. <laughs> Why is everything white right now? I can't see. <laughs> do, the, do the Nicholas Cruz like? Oh, there's demons in here. The demons made me do it. Is. Like, we need a we need we need that meme where it's like is this Chris Dorner in the room with you right now? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll make uh, it later, maybe. Um, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, this is going all over the fucking place, man. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. I just part of, frankly, part of my frustration too with like liberal. So to like really tie back to what we said we were gonna talk about. Yeah. Like just this, this 
liberal to to me really what it is is an inability or unwillingness to countenance or accept that there are people who do have it when i say people i i'm you know obviously liberals realize the taliban yeah. are religious fundamentalists but for whatever reason they the the like i said you know the buck always stops with these uh uh social issues in the context of american politics where it's this completely sort of sociological or secular issue when there are deep-seated religious grounds, uh, illegitimate though they may be, for Republicans doing what they do. Yeah. Um, and and I like the reason that I get so frustrated is because I, as a person who is irreligious. You know, that that's and that's the word I would use to describe myself. I'm not an atheist. I'm not an agnostic. I'm irreligious. I, I to think me, I would agree question, with that for myself, too. I, the, the I used to be a militant whether, atheist, but now I'm just like. Right. But to me, the question of whether God exists or not or the nature of God is so. Uh, unless it's strictly indexed to like a given tradition is so. Yeah. Unseen to me. But the point being, you know. I come from um, a Catholic Midwestern family. Uh, many of my family members are single issue voters, that being abortion. Um, you know, I, I grew up middle class, uh, uh, extended family, and my dad grew up blue collar. You know, a, a lot of the a lot of what is frustrating to me with the uh, liberal disregard for the religiosity of conservatives is is i mean it, it's it's probably reductive and a little bit wrong to say it but it's it, it is a little bit of like coastal elitism it's it's people not no, realize sure. how fucking backwards the midwest is and i will i will completely accept and go to bat and agree with that proposition the midwest and the south and the flyover states of fucking you know Okie, Kansas, we, we whatever. Can, the fuck. We can abstract this in a way, and we can say, "What is the Midwest? The Midwest is considered the heartland of America, right. and America is a completely corrupt, horrible, broken country. So, right. the heartland obviously has some social ills. <laughs> if, if we look at the rest of the country, yeah, the the heartland is got fucking clogged arteries and it's all yeah i mean it's you know and i think and, and this is a this is something too so i actually wrote a paper on about this in grad school oh, where this guy literate i went to grad school hey guys i went to university of chicago i'm kind of like how smart man i can but, read uh, words on paper what a fucking i can read and talk and spell really good guys like i'm really smart. uh but uh you know, I was in a class um, that was on, it was called The Rise of the Global New Right. And it was basically a historical, it, there was, a, it's sort of two sections. Like, it, well, it's, it, it's kind of silly that it was called The Rise of the Global New Right. Because most, well, no. So most of it, like we read like, uh, read like Evola and, mm. you know, 
affiliated figures, like <laughs> a sort of uh, early 20th century perennial philosophy, uh, fascist people, like the, um, so the futurists in Italy, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And then also we read a lot of, uh, we read some Dugan. I was going to say, if you don't bring up Dugan, then <laughs> you're making a mistake here. Wild. Now we read some Dugan. We read a lot of thinkers from the Nouvelle Droite in uh, France. Uh, so like, uh, I can't even remember. Like they're all fucking batch. Like they're insane people. But you know, for my term paper, what I ended up writing about was American evangelicalism. And, you know, the, the refrain of many uh, religious conservatives is, quote unquote, this is a country founded on Judeo-Christian values. Yeah. Now, and this is sort of a what I'm talking about with this liberal inability or unwillingness to accept religiosity or understand religiosity we need to take very seriously the proposition that this is a country founded on Judeo-Christian values. For sure. Not even we need to take seriously. We need to accept it as true. It is. You know, uh, we can... There is like a liberal notion that like, no, this was uh, founded as a country devoid of like the church or like the separation of church and state was very fundamental. It's like, no, they, they used uh the bible to uh do manifest destiny politics so you can't right. say like oh yeah no the, the founding fathers didn't want us to to like have yeah, a so church that was um, i think i've brought up before uh maybe on the episode with the uh, document one dot doc about uh richard slotkin yeah the, the, thing, yeah the historian he's an americanist he wrote a book he wrote a trilogy of books on uh the american ideology and he talks about um the, the first volume is about uh, colonial America and the founding of, of the country. Um, and, and the, the, you know, he talks a lot about like shit like Cotton Mathers, if you know him, like the city on the hill and yeah. that, you know, the new world is essentially this new Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it, you know, it, it is a great disservice impediment to uh, effectively organizing against conservative uh, religious fundamentalism to not study religious fundamentalism. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, if you, if you are, have convinced yourself that this is purely this kind of um, secular marketplace of intersectional oppressions that have to do with um and and i'm not at all saying that white supremacy or misogyny or what have you are not real entrenched institutional um systems they uh, they absolutely 100 percent are to say otherwise is asinine but the ultimate bedrock of that is Christianity and a specific kind of Christianity, a really specifically American kind of Christianity, American fundamentalism 
is very it's, different it's, from uh, it's blue eyes blonde haired jesus right not not the actual jesus but the con- concept of jesus as like this aryan super yeah. boy. I mean, in, a, in a way like mormonism is kind of like the ex- rather than being an exception it's the exemplar of american of christianity yeah. um because it's so because mormonism does explicitly present a racial mythology of christianity um and that's why that's why i say it's the exemplar because it it it, you know (laughs) the indians are turned red because they reject god or or, uh, jesus because there's there's a white tribe that accepts jesus and also uh uh nobody google uh how many mormons are in the cia by the way oh yeah dude (laughs) yeah uh so there's a yeah, so there's that, and then there's also there's a significant amount of uh, Catholics as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like there's yeah, I mean it. Yeah, I mean, Mormons Mormons to extrapolate they're the best Americans. No, they they're the most American. They um, Mormon is Mormons are what Americans wish they were. Yeah, they're fucking soulless, cold blooded. Thin-lipped, blue-eyed, blonde-haired, fucking demon people who don't. I think we should just end it there. Mormons, Mormons are demons. They are fucking. They're the exemplar of just fucking rapacious capitalism. uh, You're you're completely correct, and and like it's funny how like you know it's it's funny how like. uh archetypal i guess or or i don't yeah. even know if that's the right word but like mormonism used to have a thing against uh uh sugary beverages until oh, until uh i think it's pepsi uh oh. is owned by a mormon or something like that and so they were like no nah, we don't care about that anymore because we oh. just made a fuck ton of money off of this <laughs> but that's, i mean that's that is exactly what i'm fucking talking about like that is that in itself is that's america baby yeah that, that is that's why this is a great country and like i want to i want to say that <laughs> oh, this is no. <laughs> this, no this is a sort of fucking tim dylan take but like because that, that's what i what i appreciate about him is his simultaneous disdain and love for this this country and let's be very clear about what this fucking country is this country is not noble no it's not uh, illustrious. It's not high-minded. It is. It is that fucking it fat is, couple. It is the pigs out. wallowing in the mud. It's people thinking, you know, oh, should we head down to Applebee's for dinner? You know, <laughs> like that's what it is. This country is one giant fucking Applebee's. That's it. You know, it's microwave food that some fucking fifteen-year-old throws it's, on a it's plate. Applebee's. It's Olive Garden. <laughs> it's... Yeah. To be fair, Olive Garden does actually have uh, training programs in Italy. I didn't think that was true, but then I had a cousin who worked for Just... Olive Garden and uh, found out from him that I'm, I'm yeah. going to I'm going to cut this out of the recording. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to accept that anything you're saying right now is true. Shilling so. for Olive Garden. Yeah, shilling for Olive Garden. Weird. Uh, weird. I've never had Olive Garden. I know they've got what endless breadsticks. 
See, this yeah. is, but this is also, no, you can't talk about it because this is, this, now we're like fully in the American psychosis of, you know, we went from talking about the CIA to religion to whatever the fuck. Yeah. And now we're at, Olive Garden has bottomless breadsticks? You know, that's, <laughs> that's fucking it. You know, that, that is truly it. You know, it's, uh, it's a it, very capitalistic notion for, uh, for Olive Garden to uh, expect to make infinite amounts of breadsticks in, in a finite world. Well, no, I mean, that's, that, <laughs> that's how you teach, that's how you teach fifth graders about, uh, about commodity production yeah. and the nature of capital and the nature of capital accumulation. <laughs> that you have, yeah. I mean, it's that the tendency of the tendency of capital towards infinite production, uh, opposed to finite resources, absolutely. That's 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 what I'm going to tell my fucking kids. I'm going to take them to Olive Garden. I'm going to say, "You fucking you, sit there." Do you think this you... can happen forever? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. Well, well um, <laughs> I think yeah, we cracked the code or or something. I don't know what we did. You know, what we should do next time. We should uh, next time you we should uh, we, we should, should we should have an anchor like a uh, Sal back on or something. Some someone yeah, who's got like uh, yeah. a brain that still works. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I'm too I'm too frenetic and fucking yeah yeah. I mean, everything's for me. It's like everything's the CIA. That's true, though. Yeah, that's that's like the the whole kill the cop in your head thing, man. Kill the CIA agent in your in your in your brain. Yeah. Hmm. Liberate yourself, man. Open your third eye. Yeah. Well, my my third eye is uh, actually uh, if if I open up my third eye in public, I I get arrested for indecent exposure. So. Yeah, yeah. Because your third eye is a brown starfish. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right well cool let's go ahead and end it there um if you uh, <laughs> if you listen to this whole thing i'm so sorry uh we will be back uh let's let's do this again next week probably um because because we uh we, we need to make up for lost time yeah yeah hopefully like what do, what do we want are we still going yeah yeah no i haven't stopped yet what, what do we want what kind of sick <laughs> fucking disgusting thing do we want to happen in the world this week that we can rage about next week let's just like let's work our imaginations right now what do we want what do we want this week do we want i mean we had this past week we had a natural disaster that's not super interesting that's just you know god punishing for us for homosexuality um (laughs) we had a fucking kanye drop we had a drake drop uh I want uh, I want pictures of Joe Biden and Jeffrey Epstein to come out. Actual pictures. I don't think that would ever happen. I think it will. I think it could. Really? I don't. I mean, I don't think Biden's in those circles. You know what? War with Iran. Let's just fucking do it. Yeah. I'll say this. This this is what we're gonna end on. Iran is the only democracy in the Middle East. Yes. God bless. We hate them. <laughs> not not you and I, but uh, the the country we live in hates uh, hates that democracy. Or America or whatever the fuck those idiots yeah. say. It's America. America with three Ks. Yeah. Edgy. Edgy. Maybe Iran will abort America, man. That hurt.
Yeah, I know. It's the white wine talking. <laughs> the white wine. Hey, why, uh, why are you drinking white wine and not uh, not brown or black wine? Hmm? Oh, shit. Damn, yeah. I haven't properly examined my uh, wine and white supremacy. <laughs> I will do better. Let I me think, look uh, right Robin D'Angelo came out with another book, by the way. Did she really? Yeah. Fuck. I didn't read the first one. I, you know, it was, it was garbage. I, I listened to Adolf Reed's uh, synopsis of it, and that was enough. I mean, it, any anything where it's uh, anything where it's anything where it's like buy my book yes. is based on the platform. That's no, that's yeah. a grift. Same with her. It's her Ibram X Kendi, Banahasi Coates. Mm-mm. get out you know and arguably she's the worst of them because she's white yeah like white I think, people I think bill burr like put it succinctly enough when he was on snl like not too long ago and he got super canceled because he was like white women are trying to be woke after like decades and decades of like supporting white men and all their fucking uh, uh atrocities Right. Well, and then there's also like just, I mean, even aside from, you know, you can't argue with facts, right, guys? But white women uh, have been the greatest beneficiaries of affirmative action more so than people of color. And huh, who was affirmative action created for? Was it white women or was it for people of color? Huh? What? Yeah. You know? Well, we're uh, we're rounding out the hour, and I think we'll just go ahead and cut it off here before we say something more problematic. And no uh, calls for violence this episode. That's great. No, Except I, the- I said that we should chop off the hands of abortion uh, reporters. So. You also said you also did say Trump should be lynched. <laughs> I said he should be drugged behind a truck. I don't think I Dude. I didn't use the L word. Anyways, uh, we we love you. Uh, have a good night. <laughs> Take your bed, say your prayers, babies. Hell yeah.